this is Gray Man Media content. It'll, it'll it's be. like our yes. Vegas trip. We're going to go see all the most haunted strip clubs. We're going to go to the hello? New Orleans. Hello? <laughs> Woo! Now, however, like never before, we are back for another episode of Wolf Takes a Bite Podcast! With me, your host, John Wolf, and your co-host, Devin Gray. That's me, bitches. I'm back. Oh, he's still here. And he's I still love him. Up. <laughs> He's a little bruised and battered from the last time. I, in between episodes, I decided to try pistol whipping, and we had our... I climbed into the hills. I, I would... I'm romantic. I would like Bigfoot to exist. FBI, open up! One type is about three feet tall, very dark, not humanoid at all, yet lizard-looking. The creatures that I have seen mostly have been the, uh, the greys. To the search for truth. Little grey men, little grey men from outer space who actually abduct humans. In between episodes, I decided to try pistol whipping, and we had our <laughs> our our guest last time, Mr. M, give it a shot there. No pun intended. And uh, <laughs> you know what? Worked out pretty well. So here we go. Getting into Freemasonry part whatever. Fuck it. <laughs> well, Welcome hey. back, Mr. M. Hey, thanks for having me back, guys. I appreciate it. And hey, yeah, Devin. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm here too. Yeah. Don't you ever let him out of the basement? I mean, nope. poor boy looks like he's he looks like Gollum. Oh God. No, nah, he's chunkier than Gollum. I'll well, yeah, he is. You. But he's as pale as Gollum. Now that's true. I don't get enough sun. <laughs> you, uh, you know well, what? Yeah, Devin, Devin. If you I'm, came out of the basement once in a while, you're you, right. You would. You're fucking out. On, I'm going to give you plenty of Valium. Hey, I brought a I and brought, some vitamin D. I brought some wire cutters with me, so that way that we could cut. Help me. No, he's on chains. We've already covered this at the end of Hollow Earth. Oh come on! You have a zip tied, dude. You took no, the it's chains. chains. Off. All right, well, that means I'm going to have to go get a player bolt cutters. I'll be back in about uh, 20 minutes. Hey, so. you think you're leaving so, here. That's funny. I want you to crack <laughs> that bitch open right there. Yeah, right in the mic. Yeah, right in the Liquid mic. Liquid death. Liquid death. Not a sponsor, but absolutely can be. Please. Ooh. Please. So, Murder your thirst. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And death to plastic. That is very refreshing. Yes, yeah, it's yeah. fucking fire. You have any black one seven? Mm-hmm. The Austrian one. Alps. Ooh, yeah, fancy. It's very, very fancy. Yeah. Jawohl. Jawohl. Austria. Austria. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah. Very good. Yes. This week good. on uh, it's, fucking. It's was a trinking. Yeah. Was trinking. This week on the European accent show. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you mad because you can't. I I won't. I just won't. That's very unfortunate. So we're back with another Freemason episode. You guys fucking loved it. So uh, even though none of this has been released, <laughs> you guys loved it so much, we had to hit you with another hit. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> Here we go again. And this time, because I didn't let him out of the basement the last time, we have Mr. M back mm-hmm. for oh, yeah. some more exciting secrets. Yeah, what do you guys want to know? Let us know right now. It's not going to matter because we're not going to know. <laughs> Email us and put it in the live chat. We'll make a separate episode. Oh, ooh. oh, oh, oh. To get teasing? Are you teasing? I am teasing a, uh... with the nipple clamps. You are a very cheeky SOB. You know that? <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> 
And this guy's single, I take it? Nope. Oh, no, God, you're... I feel bad for his uh, his lady friend. Oh, you shouldn't. All right, so she's also tied up in a basement. Um, probably uh, <laughs> against her will. The poor girl. Wow. Yeah. So n- here's some new news, guys. If if you don't no, know, no, there's no need to do any. Oh, of you know that. we're doing there's it. No need to do any. So of this wolf is not tamed, but he is, but otherwise engaged in another meal of interest. All right, you feel better about that? I do. Now, granted, it's not the old widow who has millions of dollars like I planned in the Winchester episode. <laughs> Quick callback. But, you know, I think I'm happier now. I'm doing good. Hey, side note. I've side actually note? been to the Winchester mansion. You have know you note? really? Wait, no, hold on. Is that the note that sells sides? Get no. the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm no. going to go get a pair of bulk cutters. Go fuck you yourself. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Go fuck yourself on that one. Uh, so you've been you, you've been in the Manchester? I actually have, yeah. That's sick as fuck. That's awesome. What you know like? what? It is so wild in there. I mean, it is just like, you know, Wolf, you hit the nail on the head, man. I mean, it is just like wild in there. I mean, she... I did a lot of research for that episode. Yeah, you, uh, clearly you did because... Whenever I was there, you know, the tour guide, you know, she claimed that she had seen, you know, like the caretaker. And, I believe uh, it. Mrs. Winchester and, and me. I'm, I am a bit open minded whenever it comes to the spiritual side of things because there are things out there we cannot explain. Let's be honest. There are. But I don't think science has caught up yet. I, well, I mean, clearly, does it this need to? I think it does because I, I think mean, spiritual is spiritual because it's personal. If you think if you say so, but me personally, I'm I'm a man of science. I of course you know I I do believe in a higher being, being a Freemason and things like that. But you know how else can we explain things? I um, mean, parallel universes, cross connect, cross theory. You get all that from science. Uh uh huh. So yeah, science hasn't proven parallel science, universes. Butchels? Insert that here. Hey, Bill Nye really isn't a real scientist, though. He's, the fuck you mean? He isn't. So, he is very well respected by Neil deGrasse Tyson. Thank you very much. See, I have more respect for Neil deGrasse Tyson because he's an actual scientist. Bill Nye is just a TV persona. What? <laughs> You're trying to bitch. tell me that Bill Nye, the motherfucking science guy, is about as much of a scientist as Sheldon? Yeah. Then you're sorely mistaken. There, there wasn't the one of the, one of the female actresses on that two TV of them. show. Oh, was it two? Actually, of them? it was Amy and oh. um the the blonde one. Have you have you the mousy wa- one? Have you watched watched that show without a laugh track? That show's not fucking funny. Yeah, I don't That's laugh when I watch the show anyway. The show but I take in I take show it sucks. into context. It sucks. It does. I disagree. Suck. It's so bad. It, it, you know what? I, would I love, agree. I've listened to it. I would love to have any of them on uh, our podcast. Yeah, for sure. I would like to interview them as people. Yeah. Oh, especially Melissa Ranch, who plays Bernadette. Oh, yeah. I'd like to interview oh, her. Oh, Bernadette. Ten, boy. Meow. Uh, also, an actual a scientist, by the way. So, well, the girl who plays Amy, apparently, is actually... She's uh, a neuroscientist, she, yeah. She does have her... Uh, I think she is a doctor, is it? She's a neuroscientist. Yeah, yeah, she has her doctorate. As well as, I believe, Kutha Pauly does as well with astrophysics. Really? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. I believe. But I know, like, two or three of them actually are scientists. Hey, that's cool. It's so really wh- what's it like at these meetings? Oh, at the meetings, actually. It- oh, so, I'm sorry. We're talking about uh, the Freemasons today. 
Well, that's why I'm here, isn't I'm it? I'm gonna fucking strangle you. <laughs> Don't tempt me with a good time. Oh god. Damn. So we're talking about the Freemasons today. Uh, tell me what the meetings are like. Are you fucking serious? I know he just piggybacked off you like to the power of ten right now, right? It's fine. It's yeah, fine. it's all I'm used in. to it. So anyway, <laughs> next as time I'm he's sitting on my here, show, he'll look like an ass. <laughs> what else is new? Well, as I'm sitting here sipping on the liquid death mountain water. Very good plug back. <laughs> yeah. I thought you guys would like I'm that. Appreciate trying it. to get you. Hey, I'm trying to get you that sponsorship. Man, we we want it bad. <laughs> yeah, we do. It is quite delicious and very refreshing. But go ahead. So at the meetings, I mean, I just got distracted by the wolf man over here <laughs> doing his thing. We're just doing hand signals. Don't worry about it. Okay, you should, you should be used to this with the secret society and shit. <laughs> Well, you know, here's I'm gonna get I'm gonna tell you guys the story of my first uh, first lodge meeting ever. Please, do. oh yes, please, please do. do. This yes. is uh, so you sacrifice the pig. No, we don't do sacrifice. <laughs> no, it was a virgin, I. Devin. We don't sacrifice virgins. This isn't some satanic ritual. Okay, okay. I you didn't did say, say satanic. That. You did say that. You did say that. You said that on the last episode. That was man. the last episode. This episode I didn't say. <laughs> there are no satanic rites in Freemasonry. What about pagan rites? <laughs> Pagan rights? Let me put it to you this way. We'll answer that in a bit. But let's get back. Yeah, tell me tell me the first story. Early. So, my first actual lodge meeting was... I'm sitting in the lodge. I'm sitting next to the gentleman I told you guys about. He's At this point, he's in his... Oh, geez, I want to say he's probably in his early 80s, you know. And I'm sitting next to him and all this stuff. And, you know, they called upon me since I was the newest Master Mason lodge member... Um, in there, and I, you know, said, "Hey, it was a great honor. This, this, and this, especially to be part of uh, the same lodge that my grandfather's part of. You know, I know he wish he could be here for this special occasion and stuff like that. But it's great to be with you guys and everything like that. Being part of this fraternity, you know, that old chestnut. I just drew something up in my head like that. And what ends up happening is, is you know, you go over the past minutes of the last lodge meeting, which would be about the month before, um, and other things like that." And then you kind of get into a sermon almost. And the sermon is, it's more of a history lesson. And I just remember this uh, older family friend, he's sitting there and he is next to me and he's like this. And, he, and I'm just, for everybody out there who's listening, I have my hand like, uh, like resting my head on my fist, just kind of thing. Like, you know, you act like you're sitting in a chair and you're falling asleep. And he's lightly snoring. And I'll be the first to admit, I mean, they need to start these lodge meetings earlier than 7.30 in the evening because I'll tell you what, I'm fucking tired. <laughs> I'm yeah. not going to lie. I am fucking tired. Or at least have a drink in my hand because that's the only way that you can get... I mean, if you have somebody there that is actually charismatic and shows this stuff, but the worshipful master wish is, you know, I'm going to quote the Flintstones here, uh, who's, who's the grand poobah, because whenever I met him, I called him that, and he got very, very offended. I was going to say, is that what they really call it? Because I've heard that term. Uh, well, the Grand Poobah comes from, like, uh, the Flintstones. That's like the Flintstones <laughs> I, I assumed so, but I didn't know if it was a Freemason No, it's influence. not. I, I didn't know this at the time. Okay. I just thought it was funny. And he got very offended by it. And I, I, I like, thought it I, might have been something like the black ball thing. No. The black ball. Do you know about black balls? 
No, I can't say that I do. So how do you guys make decisions? Uh, oh, your oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The black ball thing? Yeah, that's uh, how you vote a new member in. Yeah. Checks out. Uh, the, the man. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, Passing all the tests that we could possibly uh, throw at oh, this man. That we yeah. possibly could without being I in mean, it. well, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're also taking information that's, from somebody else. You yeah, know. that is that's actually true. That's how you vote new members in. It's not actually a ball. It's more of a marble. So. Oh, okay. Okay, god damn it. So, so tell me something else. The, so, Stan, the Stanley Cup t-shirt uh, shirt you're wearing. Yes. Um, does that not resemble your all's logo slightly in a geometric fashion? In fashion, yes. But at the same time, it's like where I'm from. I'm from Western Pennsylvania. Uh-huh. The number one hockey team in Western Pennsylvania uh-huh. is the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh-huh. So that upside down diamond, of course, that's part of the logo. Uh, oh, the Freemasons. Uh, what is it called again? The which which part? The the Freemason logo. What's it called again? The square and compass. Square and compass. Correct. Okay. It's on my ring, dude. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad. You know, <laughs> just asking. Okay, so let's get back to my story here. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Jack Sorry. has fallen asleep. Uh, that that's the name of the elderly gentleman that was sitting next to me, and he's he's sitting next to me, and I elbow him and I said, "Hey, you wake." No, I fall asleep. Yeah, you're kind of snoring pretty loud, and I'm talking loud on purpose because he didn't have any hearing aids in, so I've elbowed him like <laughs> a quick jab to the left side with my left Are elbow. Are you okay? Jack, you all right? Yeah. I fall asleep? Yep, you did. And everybody in the lodge is cracking up because yeah. it's all about the Civil War, and you can clearly tell that our worshipful master at the time was like so into the Civil War. And I mean, it is a very, very big big pivotal war in our nation's history of course you know and um interestingly enough whenever um savannah or atlanta was burned i can't remember my u.s history right now is i'm drawing a blank to the power of 10 uh right now but the only thing that was saved during these burnings and stuff like that was the masonic lodge because even on both sides it didn't matter political wise which side you stood on we all kind of got together, and it was more of like camaraderie. You know, you're like, hey, this is something that we all belong to. You know, let's make sure that we can preserve this for future generations. That's kind of a beautiful thing. That is, actually, because in that war, you had brothers fighting brothers. Exactly. Um, and you're saying that even if, you know, on the battlefield they might have been enemies, they could still put that aside to to keep this thing alive. Absolutely. And that's kind of the beautiful thing about being part of this organization is is you know you can put all your political differences your whoever you are economic wise and stuff like that wherever you sit economically and you can actually come into the lodge you know you're dressed in your sunday best you're dressed in a suit essentially really yeah and uh in at least in our lodge uh because we follow the old school ways um anymore it's you're dressed to the nines and in hmm. Other areas of the country, it's more relaxed. I mean, there's people wearing nice blue jeans and nice dress you're, shirts. You're saying your lodge takes it a bit more. We take it very, very seriously. We're okay. very old-fashioned. Pennsylvania, in particular, is very old-fashioned. I mean, we claim to be the oldest Cran Lodge in the United States. What yeah. what with the food layout kind of like? Uh, the what, what? What kind of food do y'all do? Well, we don't actually have food until the after the meeting. We'll have, like, hors d'oeuvres, like somebody's wife will make, like, uh, sandwiches, like, uh, turkey cheese, ham and cheese, stuff like that. Sure. Um, actually, I remember one guy actually brought in barbecue. It was like 
he smoked like about four or five massive amounts of racks of ribs. Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> the second barbecue gets mentioned in John's mouth, he's just, he's salivating right now. I can see it. There's drool dripping down at the side. I mean, of it's almost of worth mouth. the dues, right? He's there. like Homer Simpson. <laughs> yeah, it's almost, it's almost worth, worth the dues. Barbecue. Um, <laughs> it's, that's interesting because I, I we recently learned from somebody else that you know it's it's basically Hawaiian shirts, jean shorts, and pizza parties. They, yeah, but his. Like he said, based on well, he and what he was saying also, it differs from it differs from lodge to lodge. So it's classism. It, that could be said, but in the Grand Lodge of Pennsylvania, where I'm from, we actually take things very very seriously, especially going back to whenever the original lodges were founded in the 1700s and things like that. Uh, for example, like all the chairs you know, like uh, chairs of the board kind of thing. You know, you have your you have your junior warden, your senior warden, and the worshipful master, which the worshipful master is in charge of the lodge. He's like the president of the lodge. It's an honorary title and things like that. Um, but then there's, of course, you have the secretary. You also have the treasurer and things like that as well. And so it's very political. It, it is a little bit political, but the two that really don't change that much is your secretary and your treasurer. Your treasurer are the only two people that don't really change. And those are people that have either been past worshipful masters, and you get actually a special ring for that as well, and you also get uh, some, uh, I'm trying to think of a better word than bling belt, you know, some bling for it, but uh, you get uh, some special jewelry and stuff like that for it. Um, you actually get a special <clears throat> apron as well, which the masonry apron and stuff like that as well. So in uh, other words, the finances of the wealth of the society is not divided equally. Actually, it is divided equal. It's, it all goes. I mean, I'm hearing about some lodges that are pretty poor. And then I'm hearing about some lodges that are pretty well off. Really? It all depends on members and stuff like that. That's kind of the, um, Yeah, because a little grade man up in the roof there just got uh, illuminated. Like he's looking over me. Like, I mean, he is, I'm going to, he's looking over all of which actually call him Devin. <laughs> oh, jeez! But no, uh, the the actual chairs, uh, the the junior warden, the senior warden, and the worshipful master—they're all wearing tuxedos. They're actually wearing tail tuxedos. Wow! It's very very formal. And if you actually I look, I would hate that. That's why I hated it whenever I did it. And I, it's because me, I'm more of the classic, um, the more modernized version of it, of being like James Bond and wearing the classic dinner jacket kind of thing. I, don't, I mean, are you strapped? Can you can you carry weapons in there? You can. They just don't need to know about it. That's why it's called concealed <laughs> carry. So keep your AR at home. Keep your AR at home. But we do do fun stuff. You know, we'll do like charity golf events and stuff like that. Plus, we do like, uh, for example, we're a big part of the community, like I told you guys in the last episode. Mm. The one thing that we do do a lot of is we do clean up Main Street of the town that we're in. Mm. And that's a big thing because it is one of the most, I'm trying to think of better wording here. It's very, very drug-induced area Mm. in certain parts of the town. Um, and it's also the area that my father grew up in as well. And it's sad because I remember growing up as a kid and that there was a lot of stuff going on in downtown. Yeah. Little it, Louisville, we just call that the West End. <laughs> Algonquin. <laughs> Camp Street. 
Algonquin Parkway. I got Shelby Park, oh, Shelby boy. Street. But anyway, uh, the big thing is, is you know, we clean 29th. up. Twenty Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. I'm an asshole. But you guys, you you guys help clean up the your area or whatever. Yes, we do. That's we good. clean up like the graffiti. Good outreach. You know, like any kind of profane graffiti and stuff like that. Like we can easily tell if something's meant to be art, or if it's actually like profane gang graffiti or something like that. See, I know. Know, I support art graffiti. Oh, absolutely, I do too. I think it's you know I've seen some really awesome graffiti. I'm like that's not gang related. That is right. art. I've been uh, I've been known to go out and tag some things myself. You know, go tag a building. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, do. not even buildings. Things that are not prob- uh, public, private property, only public property. Oh, so you're tagging road signs and stuff like that, huh? Artistically, not that does not obstruct any matter of government or official workings of the city. Okay. <laughs> Trash cans. <laughs> okay. I mean, I remember doing that as a teenager. Yeah, yeah we've yeah. all done it once or twice. You didn't grow out of it? I said we've all done it once or twice. <laughs> yeah, sure. So, so here's the thing: we talked about this last episode too. So, I did some research since we last met. Okay, <laughs> you did some research seconds ago. Yeah, uh-huh. um, it was it was earlier this week. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, on the order of Freemasons dot org. Okay. Trademark. This is official Freemason websites. Uh, this says now as Christians. We are to communicate the truth in love. Unfortunately, most of our former Masonic brethren find it difficult to understand how we still love them after leaving the lodge to take part in ministry opposed to its teachings. We love them nonetheless. The truth of the matter is Freemasonry imposes universalism and embraces religious pluralism and has effectively created a unique synchronatic religion. Therefore, the Freemasonry, Freemasons, as such, and its teachings are incompatible with biblical Christianity, but it is, therefore, inconsistent with any other Christianity to be involved in the order of Masonic order. The love in the matter is the fact that it is Jesus Christ who unites men and women who would otherwise remain separated, not only from each other socially, politically or religiously, but more importantly, from God eternally. Therefore, that is a statement that is saying that the Freemason religion does have its own religion of Christianity, not necessarily, but the Freemasons do entitle themselves as a religious order that believes in that ideal. Well, you know, I can understand, you know, I can, I mean, that's from Freemasonry.org, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I'm just going again with the way how I was taught. And one of the guys who actually did my interview, and he's a lifelong friend, he's actually, and I believe I brought it up in the last episode, you know, the uh, Scottish Rite, how you get up to the 33rd degree. He's actually one of those. And he taught me that it doesn't matter what religion you are. This is all meant about camaraderie. And, you know, I don't know who the heck wrote that, you know, this is updated as soon as Sunday, July 11th, 2021, a.k.a. today. Well, I'm confused by this website then because we've now had two separate Freemasons come on. and I understand that. That's why I brought this up. Okay. I'm very confused as well because this is from order of the Freemasons.org. Because both the Freemasons now 
have that we've had on the show have said similar things that that it's not that it i Devin, i i absolutely agree you know with um obviously i haven't met uh, you know your other uh, mr blue mr blue is that <laughs> his name blue. mr blue mr yes. blue okay so mr Rev and mr blue uh, might need to uh you know talk and uh yeah because he was saying that you, that you guys have like a uh, that there's even uh, like Muslim brothers and things like that. Oh, absolutely, there are. There's uh, members of all different faiths, and I've met people from different walks of life because of this organization. And I would not have ever even thought of that. It, Freemasonry has really opened my eyes, hmm. and I kind of grew up in a very, very conservative household. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where we believe in God and things like that. My grandfather actually was a very, very um, good individual and things like, like that you know he was a godly man uh but i could tell that you know he didn't care you know he as long as you know you were a good person you did good things for your community it didn't matter and and you know what that sounds very similar to my beliefs in paganism we don't care what religion you believe in we don't care where you come from as long as that you have good intentions and good will towards others that's all that matters well that's all that should matter it and is. unfortunately i mean you look at the climate we live in and I, you know it's very hostile it is extremely hostile and it's you know i i look at um people on both sides of the aisle right now in our government and it's so mm. so sad that we have to very argue separatist. like this so much and my personal political beliefs are more on the right side of the aisle versus the left. But mm. I'm here's the thing. I'm able to, you know, zip my lip, listen, and have an intelligent conversation with somebody. I don't mind that. That's way more important to me than anything else. I agree. Yeah. You know, politically speaking, which is very not canon for the show, <laughs> I okay. don't follow politics i don't have any very strong political opinions either way i believe in humanity and the rights of human beings as a whole that is the only thing i hold important political things tend to obscure that vision and i don't want to take part of that no i kind of okay thing. now okay. carefully before i i keep this in <laughs> that is for your requestable so therefore should i cut this yeah cut that okay, okay. that's <laughs> what i that, that's that was what a good i thought question. that was a good question but interesting to know yeah, um, indeed. I would uh, I would imagine, uh, based on the previous conversation we had with Mister Blue, that there's um, and some conspiracy things that we have that there's a lot of uh, members of of uh, Freemasons that end up in government. There are, and <laughs> you know, you really have to look at it from the history aspect. Um, you know, uh, Wolf, I think you brought it up uh, the last episode saying that, you know, a lot of our founding fathers were Freemasons like Benjamin Franklin, George Washington, you know. And there's also a boatload of other historical figures that were very big and prominent Freemasons. Like, uh, for example, Oscar Wilde was a Freemason. I have heard something about that, but I didn't know if it was confirmed. That is true. It is. Oscar Wilde was a Freemason in Scotland, in Edinburgh, I believe, where he's from. Um, along with Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart is another one. <laughs> you better hit the button, right? You better hit that magic button, Devin. Redacted. Um. <laughs> so it's interesting you bring up that point because contrary to popular Masonic opinion, even prominent Masonic authors, according to orderoffreemasons.org, um, most of whom that are Freemasons themselves admit the fact that Freemasonry is a religion. More importantly, Grand Lodges, which are the highest authority of Masonic order. 
Therefore, I'm sorry, govern all subordinate lodges within their respective jurisdictions, and they have issue a uh, and they issue authoritative documents which describe and give instructions for the religious practices of Masonic lodges throughout the world. So they can dictate where and when individuals and their beliefs are accepted. You know, I honestly don't feel that that is a real, like an actual real thing because in my lodge, I mean, we're all about brotherly love and loving our fellow mankind. Could that just be a Western thing? That could be. But, you know, in my eyes, I think of Freemasonry as this is something that is a lot more than just thinking of yourself. You've got to think about more of your fellow mankind and being able to, you know, being able to step into somebody else's shoes and see how they live and stuff like that. I mean, it's kind of one of those things. You know, you, you look at, um, you know, we said it earlier about, you know, the political climate and stuff like that. And that's really, really what has opened my eyes is being able, because I used to think, you know, well, and as I said, you know, I thought more of a hardcore right-wing establishment. Now I'm listening to both sides and I make up my own mind. So does anymore. the Freemasonry hold the right or left? No, 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 not at all. I, and I think I said this in the last episode, uh, on the last episode where it's, Whenever you walk into a lodge, all your personal beliefs and political beliefs, it all melts away because you're there to celebrate camaraderie, you know, being part of something bigger than yourself. And that's kind of the nice thing about Freemasonry is being able to, you know, come together, you put your beliefs aside, you put any kind of thoughts away, you're able to talk and, you know, after the meeting, you know, you're able to sit down and you talk with your friends and stuff like that, your fellow brothers in the lodge and stuff like that. And you're able to just, you know, have a good time. You know, you learn a little bit about history and things like that too. I mean, we do have a, you know, I hate to use the word sermon, but that's really what it is, mm-hmm. especially, you know, telling you the story of uh, the guy who got me in and, you know, having to wake him up because, you know, he was like dull as dishwater. But uh, whenever I did it, uh, what I ended up saying, you know, was is I brought a lot more pop culture into it because we at that time we brought in a lot of younger members, and these young gentlemen were like, I thought to myself, damn, I'm not going to be able to get reach these guys with half the crap that you know previous guys have. So what I ended up doing was is I have a uh, pocket uh, projector, I had my laptop, and I brought you know for my tenure I had like movies and pictures and stuff. Because in architecture, in modern architecture, and, uh, for example, uh, being so close to Cleveland, Ohio, that's a big-time Freemason city. I mean, is it? It is. I mean, it really is. There's not much else going on out there. <laughs> well, besides the Cavaliers <clears throat> and the Browns Woo. and the Braves, which don't even get me started about the Browns being from western Pennsylvania. <laughs> do not get me started. Fighter Western Pennsylvanians going to come out. Don't worry. We're not sports guys. We're not going to get you started. Oh, thank <laughs> not, not this group. Uh, but anyway, yeah. uh, you know, it's interesting. I mean, uh, I look at paintings and stuff like that differently because I'm able to see uh, the square and compass in things. Okay. So here's the thing I found. What'd you find? So uh, furthermore, uh, l- let me go ahead and con- condense this. Um, canonically... Like we were saying before, uh, my previous statement that came from the Order of the Freemasons website.org, you know. Okay. Um, 
They also further state in another sentence, just after the one I mentioned, what's more, we who have practiced the art of Freemasonry have developed this website and others to testify of our firsthand experience and confirm that it is undeniably a religion. God damn it. For God's sakes. I... It, first off, I got, I got a, and I got, there's a video. I got two bones to pick with you about and this. And there's a video. That's okay. It's muted. Um, <laughs> the, the, the thing the, I got two John Wolf things that about this. I that have bothered to me. have my own conspiracy opinions. Otherwise, this wouldn't be my show. C- correct, but you're believing everything you're le- reading online. Which no, I'm not. You specifically, I specifically. <laughs> your fucking video. <laughs> Very well put together. One of the most important founders was a man named Charles Thompson, who was said to have been closer to the events and people of the American Revolution than any other man of that era. Thompson was the Congressional Secretary from 1774 to 1789, all the way through the Revolution and the establishment of the federal government. He was also the man who made the final decisions for the design of the Great Seal of the United States, which can now be found on the back of America's dollar bill. As the new American Republic was being founded, Thompson made a detailed history of the events that took place during the revolution and of the men who were being celebrated as heroes across the country. Though he was compelled repeatedly to publish this history, Thompson declined. No, he said, I ought not, for I should contradict all the histories of the great events of the revolution. Let the world admire the supposed wisdom and valor of our great men. He said, I shall not undeceive future generations. As a result, Thompson eventually destroyed his manuscript and what may have been the truest account of the American Revolution was lost for all time. It might be said that any serious investigation into America's history should begin with Thompson's story and his decision not to undeceive future generations. What did Thompson mean? What was he hiding? And since we are the future generation, what have we been deceived about? Now, I don't know if you heard much of that, but what was your thoughts? <laughs> First off, I got to say, like, the original story of the American Revolution, what the hell is this? Like, an, like out of Assassin's Creed or something? No, that's a good that's, fucking point. I mean, come on. <laughs> this is the hidden faith of the founding fathers. Okay, to me, this sounds like some jackass that's been pissed about something that Freemasonry had done to them. Like, either they didn't get into the lodge or they their dues got raised to the, like, over hundreds this of dollars. This is a it's pretty some, well put together website. I mean, it's some salty you, dude who didn't get approved to be in the Mason, in the Mason so he's, like, starting a smear campaign. On yeah. <laughs> well, here's this. It's called OFF. O-F-F. Order of Freemasons. I'm going to be honest. I've never, ever once heard of this so-called, and I'm going to do air quotes off, like Dr. Freemasons.org. Yeah, that. But I'm telling you, it's just 
for me, that just seems like the biggest load of bullshit I've ever heard of. <laughs> like the original history of the American Revolution. I mean, come on, we tech. Taxation without representation, that is the American that thing. That was the whole thing. That was the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, that's what really pushed the Boston Tea Party. They were they were taxing the ever-living hell out of the American colonies without allowing American colonists to be to hold any representation in, in the yeah. I just thought it was an important part to bring up because not everybody paid attention to history class. Well, it's because those idiots who didn't pay attention to history class. Well, hold on. Our listeners are not idiots. They listen uh, to us. You just, you just called all the listeners people who didn't pay attention to history class. <laughs> wow. Doesn't mean you you're know an what? idiot. We hey. know, you know what? No, the, the people what? who listen to Wolf Takes a Bite is a good, good group of educated young men, demographically speaking. Hey, women. The statistics. And young women. Or general neutral. Absolutely gender women. Neutral. I have a girl in Texas who absolutely loves our show. She just got to remember. Uh, I'm going to shout you out. Text underscore Emily. Thank you very much for following us. And let me give them. <laughs> hey, so we're running out of time. I got a couple things that I want to hit. Yeah, on. go ahead. Ask your Devin. questions, Devin. Um, national treasure nailed it on the head, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah. you know what? With national national treasure is one of those films that is just kind of glorifies Freemasonry and. It, it really actually did, you know, vamp up our membership and things like that. I remember whenever that came out, and I remember going to see it actually in the movies. So it was theater. a campaign thing. It was. Yeah, I think it was an unintentional thing. I mean, uh, obviously, uh-huh. obviously, well, I mean, there were some Freemasons working on the movie, and they were like, "That's what know, I'm saying." Like, do. Freemasonry, Hollywood. <laughs> let's just say it. You know. You know what, Wolf? I'm telling you, it's probably the Illuminati causing that one. <laughs> That's a jab at you if you did. If Next time on Wolf Takes a Bite, we're going to have a member of the Illuminati. <laughs> hey, so, uh, and then the other question I had, uh, yeah. the other guy was mentioning, uh, Mr. Blue, he was saying that, you know, uh, new memberships is, is on a rapid decline. I think that depends on what state and what lodge you're in. Mm-hmm. Because he, he did specifically mention Kentucky. Yeah, he did specifically. Without talking okay, about yeah, so I look at my lodge. My lodge, I get emails all the time saying that we are currently doing, um, and I know I mentioned this in the last episode, uh, about uh, the different uh, first three degrees, you know, whether it's the apprentice, the fellow craftsman, or the master mason degree. And I've actually been privileged to actually do these degrees. And it's, it's all actually a play. It really is. It is a play. And kind of going back to the Scottish Rite and things like that, no, you're just the it's similarities. His mind. It, it, I'm, I'm, my, my mind's you being know, blown. And whenever I did the Scottish Rite thing, um, I actually had to do and actually go to different plays. And you essentially you get a passport, and they stamp your passport saying that, hey, you went and did and you saw these plays. That's how you're able to get up to the 32nd degree. And, you know, it, it's really it's an amazing thing because, you know, it's different stories and things like that that kind of take that supposedly have taken place in, throughout history. I mean, we have no clue what the heck happened over a couple thousand years ago. True. And, you know, I mean, nobody was out there with their iPhones or their Androids, you know, out there taking videos. I mean, it's not like today. But it, it's really cool because, you know, it's it's a good way to, you know, kill an afternoon or kill a day because it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's not cheap to do. But nowadays, I look back at it. Do I regret it? No, I'm... 
actually was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun doing that stuff because, heck, they also provided food. I mean, who doesn't like free food? <laughs> I'm not going to disagree. Well, it's not free because you're paying. Yeah, you're kind of saying, well, if you join it, yeah, you're essentially paying for it at one point or another. So, But, um, you know, there's no alcohol there, which is the sad part. That's the, yeah, fuck that. Yeah, well, unless you're me, unless you're me and you smuggle in a flask. I'm in. Um, so here, here's how I want to finish this off. I want you to teach me. And I have. I wait. I have. I have one more question. Okay, one more question. What's your question? So you 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 belong to this lodge in Pennsylvania. Of course, now you're here in Kentucky. Yeah. Are you still practicing? Do yeah. I still practice? Yeah. Do you do you go? Are you like required to go back up to Pennsylvania from time to time? Do you come? Do you visit any of the lodges here? What's that like? You know what? Um, in all truth and honesty, um, with my work schedule, it is so difficult to actually go and visit any lodges. Uh, mainly because, I mean, heck, I do carry around my membership card. It's in my wallet all the Mm -hmm. time. And that's the thing. I mean, you know, it's a time thing. And I think that's really why Freemasonry is in a decline because, you know, even if you're not working or something like that, you can always think of something that, hey, I can either sit for two hours, you know, maybe an hour and a half in the lodge. For possibly barbecue. Well, Here's the thing. If you, if you actually do have somebody who's bringing barbecue, you show up. You show your ass <laughs> up. And you know. When you find out it's there. Papa John's, you're like, oh, no, he's an Illuminati. Yeah, we're not, we're not supporting that. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, seriously, it, it's all really, you know, and I hate bringing the, you know, the same point up again, but it's all about, you know, camaraderie and stuff like that. That's really what Freemasonry is all about. All right. And that's really... You know what I, in my personal opinion, that's what it's always been about. Can you not find that anywhere else, though? Yeah, of course you for can. for free. Well, for free, but you know, I'm I'm doing this to, you know, in remembrance of my grandfather. My grandfather's passed, man. I'm doing this really. So it's for an him. honorarium. It's something that's tradition. It can be, you know, for, for certain you families. For me, it is, and it's also because not only was my grandfather, but it's also my great uncle. And a couple of my other great uncles were also Freemasons. And I look back at, you know, the lodge that my family had partially founded. You know, it, this is big. This is bigger than me. This is like being part of something that my family has been in for so long. And, I mean, we can trace it all the way back to before the revolution. Kind of like religions. And, well, that can be said. Uh, you know, I'm not going to disprove that or say, you know, no, that's a load of shit. You know, that, but that's... yeah. No, I, I swear I, to God, I'm, I'm glad down. I brought a pair of bolt cutters it. to save his ass. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how that goes. So here, before we untie Devin, we which got the drop bomb. Happen, we got the bomb. We need, we need the bomb, and the bomb. we're not talking about the spicy one. <laughs> we're talking about um, specifically. I want you to teach live on air. Me and Devin had to do live. the secret handshake. Well, which secret handshake are we talking about? Anything, Give us the one that you'll get in the least amount of trouble for teaching us. That one. All right, so again, I said this on the first episode. We don't have to speak it on the mic. We could just learn it. Well, here's the thing. Like that's, I told that's you, true. this is all on the internet. Google this shit. It's not tough to find. Beside the point. Cut that. We're making a secret. <laughs> uh, let's go We're into trying to it. Build it Google up. this shit. <laughs> We're trying to Google that too. this shit. Redacted. <laughs> Do not redact this. <laughs> redacted. Somebody's going to die. We're gonna, Mr. We're gonna... M. Yes. We are now prepared, I think. We are now educated enough as podcast host to learn 
<laughs> As podcast host, my left testicle. I love it. I to love learn it. the secret handshake of the Freemasons. Are you ready? I'm going to ask you, are you ready? I am totally ready. Do I, I need to pull my pants down? I think you'd actually need to do like a few, uh, jump through some hoops. I mean, what kind of hoops? Helicopters, wristwatches. I'm just ready. <laughs> Oh, All right. show, 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 show start us. with Devin. Start we with want, Devin. We want, we're well, not, you doing... know what? You're closest. To okay. Me. I'll okay. start with you. Right. I want to, okay. I'm going to watch. Right. watch. So, okay. Let's just, let's just oh, you're the cuckold. Okay, great. <laughs> okay. Calm down. <laughs> He's the warrior in the well, room. He is huh? tied up. Okay. <laughs> well, All right. so how do I, I did do? just cut him free. So no, you didn't. Yeah. Did you hear that clank? No, I sure did not. Insert, insert. Absolutely not. See? That was him getting That's cut free. Canon. Yes, right. it is. It's canon now because I said it is. All right, all right, all right. So let's see it. Let's see it. All right. All right. So essentially, there's the fellow, uh, the apprentice, which, here, you do this. You put it on the first knuckle of each person. So, okay, so it's very queen-like. No, you're doing it wrong. See, like, if see where okay. my thumb's okay. at? Okay. And so I that's grab where like your there? thumb your thumb has to be up here. Oh, okay, like there. Like that. Okay. And then the Whoa. fellow apprentice goes down okay. one knuckle. So I would be master right here. No, right where my thumb is, is the master. Okay, so I'm apprentice. Okay. Yeah. So this would be master to master. So if you move your nu- your thumb over one place. That says we're both master. masters. Yeah. Okay, we're both doms. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's essentially, you know, hey, this is. Okay. This is a very awkward handshake. I know it is. But then, there, of course, there's the lion's paw, which you got to do the Vulcan thing, you know, live oh, long I'm and for prosper. for it. Let's go. So you take your hand uh-huh. and you go like this around uh-huh. somebody. And that's oh. what you do. That's called the lion's paw. And what happens is, is in the story of Hunter that, Bebeth, is that finger placement important there? That, right here, yeah. Because this is so, actually how they so pull. So kind of like I touch these two and leave that one open. Yeah, that's that's kind of how I do it because okay. there's different variations. I mean, there's people that actually do put their oh, their like fingers that? together like that, which okay. I think is that's so uncomfortable. Okay. So yeah, it is. It's very uncomfortable. But the yeah. story goes and go, kind of going back is this uh-huh. is how and I'm kind of pulling you towards me yeah, a little right. bit so this is how they test. pulled the no it's not that this is actually how they pulled the body of Howard Biff out of the ground what yeah this seems like the most inefficient way to do anything I know and that's kind of my logic behind it. It's like, well, wait a minute. Why don't you just get a godforsaken rope tied around him and pull him out of the ground? So, well, is there Secrets. another one? You said there's another one, right? Well, Secrets. there is the uh, fellow craftsman, which we we did, but that is on the other knuckle that's right here. Um, so I'm just going to confirm that because heck, on Google. Been... Well, yeah, of course, uh-huh. Google. Google saves our butts for everything. Redact nowadays. that. Redact it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got to make it seem secretly. Secrets. 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 That's how we're going to start the episode. Secrets. <laughs> oh, God. If I could... Secret societies. Jeez, hold on a second. Oh, the dog wants to shake paws now. Come on. Give it to me. There you go. Good boy. Shake hands with the dog for a while. Good boy. Just FYI, there is a uh, Freemason uh, handshake picture that you can pull up on google whoa yeah is it's it called, any of the ones you showed me it is there's oh. also the real grip of a mark of a master mason there's the Ooh. mark of excellence then there's the uh the pass grip of a mark of ma- there's actually different variations and then of course there's the excellent mark which is the one that you and i just did uh-huh and fellow Christ- i get the canonicalism there that well here, looks like the here, give me your head this is okay. the actual Entered apprentice. So here, you. Sh- I like, declare like it. We're shaking hands. Okay. This is it. 
this is actually like that's it that's it like with my thumb being up do i be straight like this oh shit okay that makes sense that looks like a secret handshake yeah that yeah. does look like one yo it? yo i see it now doesn't it kind of look like their hand placement god damn it is that what yeah it's, that's the kentucky the... state flag wow it's on the kentucky state flag so Freemasonry, because the, the way the way that their hands well, are shaped, it does. But kind that, of look that was that thing. one, right? Yeah, that one was like, that that was that one. Well, here's the thing, and I and I want to make sure I bring this up, and I don't know if uh, Mister Blue had brought this up. Oh no, he didn't. But in every Masonic lodge, there is a constitution. Yeah, no, no, he says, yeah, he did bring that up. Okay, yeah. so our United States Constitution is based off of the Masonic Lodge Constitution. Not the other way around? Nope. Oh. Well, that would make sense, though, because, because the founding fathers were Freemasons before that's the right. Constitution was written. And Whoa. you think about that. I know it's... <laughs> you sound like me. I know. <laughs> Mind blown right now. But it's true. Whoa. That is very true, because in every lodge in uh, across the world, there is a constitution for how the lodge is run. And that's just so interesting because we look at us as a country. We mean, we're the most successful democracy, uh, probably before ancient Rome or right after ancient Rome, you know, like depending on who you ask. Wow. But wow. Without our constitution, that's just one thing that uh, cannot be infringed. You can't change it. It's just the way it is. And those are rules that have to be followed. And it's been amended, you know, like how our constitution is amended these days. To, you know, kind of incorporate modern times. I mean, back in the day, you could not. And I mean, really, you couldn't talk about it. Nowadays, I mean, hell, everything's on the internet. Mm-hmm. I mean, we live in that kind of society nowadays. I mean, it's just wild. I mean, I could, preparing for this and, you know, kind of also going back to popular culture <laughs> again. And I'm surprised you guys did not bring this up is Oak Island. Because that's what they think is there in Oak Island is a Templar treasure hold. Is it not? I don't know. Oh. I really wish I knew. Because you just go visit. Well, that's why they're <laughs> that, Wolf. That's why they got a show on the History Channel right now. Oh, the Curse like of Oak Island. They've always told the truth. Yeah, like they've always told the truth. Same with that jail in the Discovery Channel. Exactly. Now you well, guys are going to get demonetized from M, M. Thanks for thanks for doing this. Man. Yeah, hey, this my has been pleasure, a very guys. enlightening experience. This has been another episode of Wolf Takes a Bite out of the Freemasons. Our final finite, fin, final, Whoa. maybe, possibly, most likely. Dep- this is a big yeah, secret. Actually, we yeah, we did. Yeah, we did blow the. We, the, we, we blew, blew the, the lid off of this one. We blew the lid off this one, guys. This has been another episode of Wolf Takes a Bite out of the Freemasons. And as always, you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Wolf Takes a Bite Pod. All one word, all lowercase. And of course, this episode is brought to you by Gray Man Media. You can find us at Gray Man underscore media on most social medias. And please consider donating to our Patreon at Gray Man Media. This helps all of our shows, including mine. We'll be back next week or tomorrow or whatever day uh, <laughs> for another episode of Wolf Takes a Bite. <laughs> And remember, guys, I love you and question everything, and I'll see you on the next one. That was awesome, man. Thank you.